Hey, Gia. Hey, Christine. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say social media? Oh, man. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what comes to my mind. And frustrating and also freeing. Frustrating and freeing. A lot of Fs there. But also really confining in that if you don't pick a niche, well, then you you have to. And But also, I'm a hot bitch. And I want the world to know I'm a hot bitch. And can't that be enough? Can't I just share the fact that I'm a hot bitch and all the facets of my hot bitchness without picking some type of niche to ram jam down people's throats? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? We're going to talk about it today. Because welcome to Two Fat Girls, One Microphone. I'm Gia. And I'm a fat girl. And I'm Christine, and I'm a reluctantly fat girl. All right. We're reluctant today. I like it. That's good. Today we're going to talk about social media and being fat on social media because I feel like it's such a double-edged sword. Um, I was one of the many who discovered TikTok during the pandemic, and I feel like it kind of blew my mind wide open in a lot of ways, um, but has also been a really frustrating journey too, because I feel like when you're a fat person in the social media world, if you don't address immediately that you're fat, then someone else is going to do it for you. Uh, but the struggle that I've always had is that like, what if I don't want to talk about my fatness? Like, why can't I just be all these other things? And I think that goes into like how I grew up because I think as I was growing up, that was kind of my mantra was I'm going to be all these other things. So you won't even notice that I'm fat. So I'm going to be the funniest. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to have these tiggle bitties, uh, going to have a smize that don't stop, you know, mm-hmm. um, so that you're not even going to notice that I'm fat. Um, and on social media, I really kind of refrained from talking about it at all. Um, until I just simply made a video once and it was like a video using someone else's sound and someone said, oh, wow, someone who finally has my body type. And that really hit me and really allowed me to start talking about it a little more and that trusting that every fat person has a different fat experience and every one of those fat experiences is valid to share. Because for a long time on my like TikTok, I felt like I honestly, and I still feel this way, not felt, I feel that if I had stuck to the niche of being a fat girl, my following would probably be triple what it is. But I wanted to do skits. I wanted to sing. I wanted to do all the, you know, I wanted to do all this other stuff, um, which is interesting. But then also plus size creators get shadow banned shit on the clock app. So there's that damned if you do, damned if you don't. So it's, I love it. I still love putting myself out there on social media, but it's hard. It's for sure hard. And I feel like we don't talk about how hard it is for fat people specifically and, and the different challenges that that comes with enough. Just to give a little spiel there. Yeah. and just the idea of like sharing yourself in general and it's you know i think because my biggest thing growing i you know i've talked i talked about this in the first episode 
my fat stomach bothered me growing up, but not as much as the scars on my stomach did. So it was always like not about showing my stomach, but about showing my scars. And so when I started wearing crop tops because I wanted to to get over the insecurity of my scars, I also inherently kind of started getting rid of the inher- the insecurity about my belly fat too. I'm not a hundred percent there, but I'm 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 pretty okay with it. I'm pretty okay with it. Um, but it's it's tricky and I feel like you're gonna have a different opinion on this entirely because you're not a millennial like me who just freaking has far too much screen time in a day don't get it twisted I'm an elder millennial that's true that's true that's true the oldest of the oldest millennials we're in those different little those little categories I lose track I do but the problem is that since I okay Here's how I see, here's, here's how I see it. Since I was always trying to fit a mold, I would, once social media was a thing (laughs) and I was on it, I would partake, you know, I was younger. That's why. So I, everybody Mm -hmm. was on it. And so I'd partake and do the show. But then anytime I would gain weight, I would definitely not be posting anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So shadow banned my damn self. So I've been shadow banning my damn self for the past few years, by the way. Um, But yeah, like that's why like now I'm at such a weird, (laughs) it's not a weird time. It's a new time and it's a change. You know, it's like the next phase of life, I would say, when you're getting to your 40s because you don't know what to expect and then it's weird but cool and different and a lot of things are changing and are different. So my uh, my uh, like the uh, social media in general, I think this is why it's hard for me is because of the picture thing, but also because I'm not used to posting like anything besides a picture I would like the world to see even though I may be mm-hmm. different in the world, but like the other half of that is um <laughs> it's like I'm, I lost my train of thought. I don't know why, but it's picture basically thing. like, yeah, the picture. Okay. So it's basically like I'm at this age in this change where I don't even, I don't really want to partake in social media because I don't see it as something that make does besides like doing the podcast and doing like, if I, if I finally get back into my singing and my whatever and comedy, that's, I, that's where I see the point of it. But for mm-hmm. my personal life, I don't use it enough or have used it enough to care about it you know what I mean like I've always used it in like a promotional way for something interesting not as like a I'm a hot baddie I maybe when I was your age but I'm hot baddie. No. why can't you be a hot baddie in your 40s I did do that in 2006 right when I was <laughs> okay 2006 2007 2008 2009 I was in sixth grade oh my god that's the scariest thing I've <laughs> ever heard <laughs> what I wasn't Um, allowed to have social media like I was the one my mom wouldn't let me because my mom's a social worker right and she was like no if you get my space you're gonna get abducted yeah (laughs) well (laughs) welcome to Facebook um (laughs) oh well I was just basically those were my badass bitch in my head years right that Mm -hmm. was when I was the last as you say showing my hot ass off or whatever you said because Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, don't remember the exact words used, but that 
yes, I did that back then. But for me, it was like to get a guy to see it or to get people mm. to see it or to see me at my best because I looked hot then and I did. I was thin. But that's why I was hot because I was thin. Of course. Right? Of like, course. That's the point of that. That was what my goals were. So basically, I don't even know what it's like to be a fat woman on social media except for what I see other people doing like you and like mm -hmm. all these other people that are influencer type people that I follow that are in larger bodies and I see them going through it. And then I think, bitch, I'm not, I don't have the, uh, the, uh, ability to do, to like defend myself. Like the way that you lately are, I love the videos you do when you call the people out. Um, <laughs> and I, that's the perfect way to deal with it. In my opinion, yeah. that's the perfect, that is, well, the, that because, is the way to deal with it. Because, like, first of all, it, the second, I, I don't know, I just look at things as, like, once you remove the power from the word fat, <coughs> all yeah. of the power that that person insulting you on the internet thinks they have goes away and they don't know what to do. They sputter like a damn faucet and it is so satisfying because there is nothing more satisfying than having a man call you fat or a whale and you just being like, okay, and? Okay, like, and? That, am I supposed to be crying? Like, am I supposed to be, congratulations, you have eyes? Do you want a cookie? I don't, what, like. But that, that is very interesting when we think about that or when I think about that because that right there shows that my like when you have a fear like I do of putting yourself out there when you're not a certain when you're not quote unquote mm -hmm. bad I'm fat I'm bad like when you're in that diet culture mindset like there's no way you can that's why body image work takes so long because mm -hmm. you have to not you have to take the like you said you have to take that power away for yourself you have to be like it doesn't matter if who who calls me that I'm going to laugh at the, in their face because now that's how I feel too. It's like when I see it, I laugh. I laugh hard. Like I used to, I would have crumbled, but I've never had, mm -hmm. I've never been the one that has been commented on yet. <laughs> like this yeah. is me reading like other people getting it and me laughing at like, yeah, fuck this guy. It's yeah, fucking yeah. joke. But no, like it's different. I mean, it does wear like wear on me at times just because. I, and I think that's my own thing because I, I have just always wanted to, I think I've wavered between like fat liberation and fat neutrality, um, where I want to just exist and happen to be fat. And so when I have to talk about it, I'm like, okay, I'll do it, but it's going to fucking annoy me to talk about it. <laughs> And I'm still struggling. Like I waver back and forth on having power in that and being annoyed in that. I never feel bad about myself with it, but do I ever do it? Sometimes it's not a positive feeling. It is exhausting. And especially like, I feel like something we need to talk about on this too is how fat bodies are censored still in social media. I get like, I got tiggle bitties. Okay. And I can wear a top, I can wear a crop top, I can wear whatever. Um, and I will get flagged for nudity. Whereas a girl who is very, very thin wearing a string bikini can do a TikTok dance and nothing, nobody will blink an eye. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, there's the fat phobia and misogyny walking hand in hand. 
And so it's hard to not get discouraged because it's like when I want to post these things where I'm feeling good, feeling sexy, and then I'm going to get flagged on social media for posting and maybe get my page. Like I've gotten full on um, like suspensions on my page for simply existing in my body. And there's nothing you can do, right? Because you're talking to a computer. You can appeal things on TikTok. You can appeal things on Instagram, but you're not talking to an actual human being. And it's just like a really backwards way of thinking. But why are we imbuing misogyny into computer algorithms Mm -hmm. as well? Well, that's a whole other freaky Mm -hmm. deaky AI thing we could get into. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's hard and it's hard to keep that steamrolling. Absolutely. Especially when I think about, you know, I, I used to really like nickel and dime any photo I posted of myself. I don't know if you like would only for me, it was always uh, my double chin, which really was like, everyone has fat under their chin. I don't know why growing up, I was so hyper fixated on that. Um, and I'd always want to turn to the side, right? Always had to turn to the side to look thinner. Always put your hand on your hip to accentuate your waist. Well, that's a um, given. <laughs> that yeah, was my right? given. <laughs> and I mean, there were things that I would like straight up, like when Facebook first became a thing, I would just remove the tags of myself. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you go ahead and post that. I just don't want people to know that's me. Cause I want everyone to only see like these few pictures that I have, uh, hyper fixated on for several hours (laughs) yes the acceptable pictures (laughs) yeah no and i mean again it goes back into that like being the good fatty thing i think social media is really rampant with that of what kind of fatty are you are you kind of the more emotional side of it are you the more factual side of it are you the more uh funny side of it And, but no matter what, you're never going to escape it. You're always going to have to be talking about your body in some capacity. Um, And it's interesting for me because since we've been doing this podcast, I've gotten a lot of messages personally of like, Gia, it's so nice to hear your voice and hear you talk about this because people have never heard me talk about this before. Um, Yeah, you were just existing. I was just existing and being like (laughs) fucking baddie and being like, ha, hey, bitches. I'm funny and I got titties. Um, Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I guess, I guess I'm kind of like shocking people like, oh, I never knew you felt that way. And I never, you know, I never like, I've just never heard you talk about any of this. Um, But so people know. Yeah. It's always in every fat person's mind. Oh, yeah. Like, so if you're listening to this episode, I want you to just think about your close friends, your close family who are fat know that it's always in their mind. They always know they're fat. They always know you know they're fat. It's always there, okay? It's always there. We haven't done enough work yet to be free from it as a society. So just assume that it's always there. Assume that we know because we do. We really do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We definitely do. Oh, and you know what else I hate, Christine? Mm. You know what else I really hate and honestly want to make a drinking game out of? is the comments I get of people saying, I wish I had your confidence. That's the same as like courage, <laughs> brave, 
Con- you your confidence. Those are well, the words so that are triggered because yes. it's like say what you mean. You mean the the unspoken phrase there is for a fat girl. Oh, you know, yeah. and it, I can think about growing up of people saying you're pretty for a big girl, right? As if those two things have to be opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, but it breaks my heart because, and that's that's that really internalized shit. Is people think they're complimenting you. They genuinely believe they're complimenting you when they say, I wish I had your confidence. Um, Which is so messed up. And sometimes I just want to be like, <laughs> I wish you fucking did too, because then you wouldn't fucking say this. Like, that's, like sometimes I want to be really mean about it. But I don't. Sometimes I am. I don't know. Um, it's hard. It's hard. And then I feel like the more marginalized of a group you are, the harder you have to fall on social media if you yes. fuck up. Um, so I, you know, I live in fear of one day, like going too far. Um, and you know, cause it'll be really easy for people to cancel the fatty. That's kind of my deepest, darkest fear on social media. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. One of my favorite people on social media is miss giggles. I love her. And if you don't know her, she's absolutely amazing. Go follow her. And basically, she always posts when she gets shadow banned because I have it so much because she's always posting like bikini photos and she's a bigger woman. And, you know, she's like doing it. It's like that's the point of what she's doing. Like it's mm-hmm. that's the activism that she's going from, which is like I want to be a person that likes fashion a woman that goes on trips with myself or my boyfriend, my friends, hanging out, having fun. Mm-hmm. And why, if she, if, I, if she was not big, nobody would give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody would give a fuck. Instagram wouldn't give a fuck. She wouldn't be shadow banned. She wouldn't have to like make fake accounts. She has, actually, I'm sorry. She wouldn't have to make alternate alternate accounts because people, so many, this is another weird thing with social media. So many people make fake accounts with her account and then she posts it and she's like, report this person, report this person. Like people use her photos for like fake accounts. And it's like, what is that about? Like it's a whole other weird social media thing. So it's like this is this woman's getting shadow banned from one angle (laughs) and then she's got people trying to copy her and make money off of her shit. That's what I'm saying. The damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes. Because I think if people were honest, like. You know, I think that it's just like the men who hide when they're hooking up with a fat chick, right? It's like <laughs> everyone's trying to put on this front that they hate fat people and they actually don't. And and because I think the people who say all these really hateful things about fat people, when you really start asking them questions and they realize there's no substance under it, it disint- disintegrates their argument really fast and then they don't feel good. So, you know, that's interesting. Did you see... Playboy recently posted plus size models and the comments under there. I saw this video on TikTok. It was gold because the girl took the hateful comments from men, of course, and then posted their their photos of the men. <laughs> and I'm not going to say they look like drowned sewer rats, but I'm not not going to say that either. So it's 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 really funny, right? But it's like the outrage of like because Playboy is supposed to be that peak sexy, right? Um, yeah. And 
now that Playboy's doing it, it's like the fat phobes really are kind of starting to have nowhere to hide. There, it's like nowhere is safe for you, buddy, to to you know jerk off and then be hateful. Yeah. <laughs> like. To have your own shame game, jerk off shame game of like, uh, I'm not attracted to you. Oh, uh, maybe I am. You. Like, you know what? Like Get I said, a fucking grip. Did I say it last episode? The second, if women started all loving themselves fully and men stopped being creepy, the economy would simply collapse. We would go to the dark ages. <laughs> we would, we'd be done. <laughs> done. And but, yes, it's wild. I see people and that's why it's for me at this age, it, it's like seeing people about like take on these, um, the, all these beauty standards to like what I would think are a lot of extreme scenarios happening mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last few years. Um, it's like, why are you doing this and who are you trying to prove it to on social media? Cause yeah. it's like, nobody's like, the lips and the fillers and the weird stuff that I don't like and or know about. Like I want people to really think about why they do the things that they do because I started thinking about it and this is where I am because I didn't want to like fight with myself anymore. <laughs> like yeah. why are people doing like well, it's exhausting, right? It's so exhausting. It's so ex at both like it's it's so exhausting to try to meet these standards that are never they're not meetable they're, they're they don't exist never exa- but they but <laughs> these age these advertising people are trying to make it look yeah. like they do exist and then you have the the famous people showing you their life and their what they look like and that so people think like that's well that's a, another story for another day but like people think like that they are equ- equivalent to people that have built millions of dollars and like live a different <laughs> like these yeah. celebrity people and it's like maybe just be yourself maybe just be yourself and maybe let's all try to accept each other and let's try mm-hmm. not to be assholes to each other. Maybe. It's tall order. I know. Why? <laughs> it is. Well, <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot to ask of people who haven't done the work that you have, I guess is, you know, not everyone I just, wants to. I want it's to hard. Like, I know people it really is hard. People don't want it's, to feel uncomfortable. It's very hard. It will. I will say that. I will admit to that 100%. It's very hard. It's interesting because you brought up Miss Giggles and something that like I still struggle with as a fat woman is seeing a woman like exactly my size with like kind of the same body proportions. Not Miss Giggles. Like she's taller than me, but uh, everyone's taller than me. Uh, But but wearing something like something that I love is seeing a fat bitch in a string bikini. Mm Mm-hmm. Would I personally wear one? Am I personally to this place where I could wear one? Absolutely not. It's horrifying to me. Okay. I I like have this weird relationship with my body where I can only let like one huge part of fat show. So like if my back fat's going to be showing, it's going to be a high-waisted swimsuit and the belly will not be. The belly's always got to kind of be tucked at all times, um, which like string bikinis is really a oh no my light whoops um string bikinis is really a struggle for me it's kind of my my next boss battle (laughs) and string bikinis are like my my big thing right now especially when i watch lizzo 
Oh my god, I could do Wait, it. Wait, is Lizzo wearing a string bikini? All the time. On Instagram, like when she posts stuff. All the time Lizzo's in a string bikini. That's and true. I love she's on it. vacation all the time. I haven't she see, looks, I haven't even like, been on social media. That's the thing, is like she's fat, but she's fat on a boat that she owns, motherfucker. <laughs> Talk to me when you own a boat. Guess what? You won't, because you'll never own a boat, but you know, um, <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's really craziness. And I can, what's funny to me in regards to social media too, since I've been more into it and more committed to like building my own brand is that I can still sense like my family's kind of reservation with it. They're not necessarily, they're not, not supportive, but it's like, they just don't talk about it. Yes. Um, And it's it's like that's just as detrimental because we all know that like you're uncomfortable with the fact that I put my body out there and the fact that I simply just say that I'm fat. Like it's it's really crazy. My I mean, you know, my one family member who will we'll just I don't know. We'll keep it anonymous. Uh, why, uh, no, we won't. We won't. My dad has yet to talk to me about this podcast. Not once. Um, and I'm just like, I kind of s- see other people's discomfort with me talking about my own fat body. And it's so interesting with fat people that people just feel the right to this universal feeling about fatness. Um, that fat people don't have preferences, that fat people don't have individuality. And it's like, just because you might feel uncomfortable if you were fat does not give you the right to make a blanket kind of statement of, oh, you don't like yourself. Oh, uh, you, you know, you're not healthy. You don't take care of yourself. Like, that's all your own shit, bro. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's interesting. It's an interesting one. Something else I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. since we're on the subject of social media and pictures of ourselves, um, if you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, which you should, um, Christine and I did like a super hot, 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 hot lady photo shoot for this podcast where like our cover photo came from and everything. We shot with the amazing Marth Brown. If you're in New York, always shoot with her. She's an absolute star. But I feel like doing this photo shoot together Christine and I really kind of started to like learn about ourselves and learn about how the other reacts when having a photo taken of themselves. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Christine. I'm about to. I wanna... Okay, listen. <laughs> this is why my life is like a full in contradiction. Um, you know, I started getting really anxious a few days before where I was like, I don't even care about doing a photo shoot anymore. And I used to love it. Like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know it's wrong because it's the first time I've not been thin for a photo shoot is what was wrong. <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously I, we're going to do the photo shoot. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I picked our little, my little outfits and we did our little photo shoot and I thought it was fine. Like, I mean, for me, it was about getting through the day because I was in um, a brand new situation, which is having a, a body I never wanted photographed taken photos of. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like 
I didn't like, so this is why I always feel like I have two, two selves because it's like the old me that was trying to meet, be the mold, fit the mold and be the, try to fit the standard and be perfect and all this bullshit. Like Mm -hmm. I loved that girl, that bitch. She fucking loved a fucking photo shoot. Okay. She loved planning for the photo shoot. She loved doing the photo shoot. She just fucking loved it. This new me. No, it's weird. It's weird to be in a photo shoot after not doing it for so long. And Mm -hmm. the last time I did a photo shoot, (laughs) it was for burlesque and I was the, I was small. So it was just like a very, um, uh, a new thing for this new change of life that I'm going through. (laughs) I guess if I'm going through menopause, I'm 41. Um, I'm not, but it just was like a big dramatic thing in my head. I mean, I thought that once we did it, I mean, you're, you're like, you were raring to go and I knew you would be, but like, it's like weird because I used to be that way. It's the Leo in me. It's the Leo (laughs) in me. It really is. I'm a whore for attention and photo shoots are the one time where I can just really let that beast out. And and it's true. Be unapologetic. I mean, I, I'm fairly unapologetic already, but I am a whore for a good photo. But I did sense that from you. And I was like trying to figure out how to help. No, I, I, I really... didn't know how, I don't know how to help. I mean, I was just like, first off the, I didn't love my hair situation, but then like, I didn't even remember. I like, I didn't even, I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I should have like actually moved my hair and like done things. And I was like, I was I couldn't even get to there. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I was just like, let's just, just gonna do this. Just gonna get it done. So, you know, I'm glad we did it. Obviously, but like, next time, I think I'd be more. I don't know. I hopefully my body image stuff will be a little better, because that's really the thing. Like, it, it's getting the photos back was the the thing that really yeah but it was a hard part i needed to i needed to get through Mm -hmm. because it's like this this whole thing forced me to do it and i feel like just putting this out this our podcast out and having the picture out for me was like my fat coming out party like Mm-hmm. I have never functioned like this in the world before in a way that everyone knew about. Why haven't we thrown a party then, Christine? Well, we maybe should we throw should. a party. We should listen. I don't know how many of you <laughs> are going to listen to this episode, but if Christine and I threw a fat coming out party, let us know if you'd come. Okay. I think there's something a really good like. idea. We're going to eat pasta in crop tops. All of us collectively just cheese on the titties. Cheese on the titties over and over and over again. Um, (laughs) Anywho. No, that's, I mean, I do think, you know, again, I think I've talked about this before. I think sometimes there's just merit to faking it till you make it. And really. It's it's a give, like you have to fake it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just like. (laughs) You have to. Make a deal with yourself of like, for this two hours. I am going to believe I am the hottest thing that has ever walked this earth. And 
don't make it about any type of appearance at all and like just like have fun with it and have i think you can have fun in many different ways too like it's you don't have to smize your face off and you don't have to you know whatever it is but it's i mean it's hard to unlearn man it's hard to unlearn because i still you know it's funny because getting those pictures back too again it's always been my my double chin for me so anything from the profile for me i was like eh, no but i don't i don't do the work of analyzing it i and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing sometimes it's more helpful for me to just be like i don't like it and i don't want to talk about it i just don't like it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because again, I I also think, kind of paralleling us with terrible trolls on the internet, I think if I did too much introspection, I'll realize that there's not a lot of merit to why I don't like it, and sometimes I'm oh, not yeah. ready. I'm not ready to have that conversation with myself. Right? I yeah. just want to say I don't like it. I don't want to post it. It don't make me feel good. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard. It's hard. I was proud of you in that photo shoot. I thought you did. You did good. <laughs> I thought you were a sexy lady. Um, cause it's so funny. Cause I used to hate taking pictures of myself. I used to hate, I would, I would harp and over edit on Instagram. Oh my God. My old Instagram pictures are heinous. Cause I would just over edit them and just filter the fuck out of them. Um, and now I kind of look for any excuse. I'm like, Oh look, a pretty tree. Let's pose. But like, what's giving you that? Where's that coming from? Besides the Leo, is it just the Leo energy or where is it? No, where else? I think it's, I, I really think I'm making up for lost time. I really mm-hmm. do. Like, I think I didn't want to do any of these things when I was in high school or most of college. Uh, Cause I was just like, no Gia, that's not your place to put yourself out there mm-hmm. like that. That's not, you know, I was still very much, I'm going to let my talents speak for me. I'm going to let my humor speak for me. I'm not going to champion myself. I'm simply going to let my actions speak, which is good and valid, but you have to do both. And so now they're really, I can't identify to you when the switch flipped for me fully. Um, Part of it, I do attribute to TikTok. I really do. Part of it. I attribute to moving to New York when you realize just how many people are on the earth and the fact that we're on a floating rock in the middle of nowhere and that like we really should just enjoy life um, because everything's made up and the points don't matter. But yeah, so now I just, I, I'm trying to be more conscious of being unapologetically joyful um, in feeling good about myself and sharing when I feel good about myself and sharing my thoughts. Um, because it does matter. And I think it encourages other people to do the same. I think it's small things that will eventually create this ripple effect. Um, and now, yeah. So if you're in front of a cool wall, take some fucking pictures, take, you know, I'm also, I think I'm blessed with some really good hype man friends. You know, my, so Marth, who did our photo shoot for some context for everyone, Marth and I went on tour with a children's theater show um, in 2019 together. So that's how Marth and I met. 
And photography was just like a hobby for her at the time. So to pass time, she would just be like, hey, do you want to come take some pictures with me? Like, I just want to test out this new lens or I really want to shoot on this backdrop or whatever. And so I'd be like, yeah, okay. And then, you know, it was a very low stakes, fun thing. And she'd just be like, hey, I like edited this and I think it looks really cool. And she'd send it to me and I'd be like, oh, that's what I look like smiling in the snow. Okay. Or whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, And so I do think also surround yourself with hype men. If you hype men, hype women, hype people, um, I do think that is so important and especially especially for fat people. You need some good hype people in your life um, who are going to just force you to celebrate um, existing. Because <laughs> we have been told for so long to not celebrate our, our existence. And yes. I do think, you know, get yourself a good circle. I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it is just saying, fuck it. And if you feel pretty one day, take a picture of yourself. Again, confidence of a mediocre white man. Confidence of a early 2000s, you know, celeb. Or, (laughs) you know, early Instagram model. Like those days, like really just selfies used to be the thing, you know. And now it's become this weird narcissism you know there's like this narcissism attached to it um and i'm even like that sometimes i'm like i can't just post this picture of me because it's pretty i can post it if someone else took it see that's I funny can't, i can't post a picture of myself that i took just because it's pretty and i've gotten better i got this sticker off of Shein called shut up you look good it says mm-hmm. shut up you look good and i stuck it on our hallway mirror and so now i like take pictures in that mirror whenever i have like a cute outfit and i make sure to get that text in there (laughs) because then it's like i'm yelling at myself i'm being yelled at right so i'm giving myself a hype man a little bit in a way um but it's still yeah i don't want you to think that i'm a hundred percent out of the woods on any of this because i have a social media presence oh we no I, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what <clears throat> that's why the the thing that you love to say, the faking until you make it, is so real. Yeah, because you're doing it. But like, it's still, it's yeah, it's that's that it, you have the okay. You mentioned before, like it's we have unlearning to do. We have we have neural pathways that have been hardwired to yeah. all of this. Yeah, and that's what why it's hard because we literally have to change the way that we thought about something, and that well, is not easy. And it's just like the things, you know, it's like things are hardwired in your brain at a young age, too. And I like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Eighth Grade. Yes, I um, have, Mr. Yeah. Bo Burnham. Okay. So when she's in the bathroom in her swimsuit, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to come out. Yeah. The way that triggered something in me that still when I'm going out in a swimsuit, I have to hype myself up because of like shit from when i was 10 years old same um and it's 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 like i can be alone in my room and think i look hot in a swimsuit um but especially like i went on my cousin's bachelorette party trip and they're all you know most of my cousin's a physical therapist most of her friends are physical therapists so they're all just like these like healthy looking 
sexy bitches. Okay. And <laughs> it was so hard for me to be like, um, you know, like really get myself to, okay, Jay, you're going to, you're going to go on the, on the beach with all these skinny girls and it's going to be okay. Um, not because of any way that I feel now about myself. And that's, that's the crazy thing is that it's like, it's legitimately a trauma response. Mm. Um, because I think, and I think we don't honor that enough that the things we experienced were traumas. And one of my absolute favorite quotes, um, is trauma is not always what happens to you. It's what your body remembers. Mm -hmm. So, when I am in a swimsuit and I'm in a bathroom, a foreign bathroom, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, my anxiety skyrockets because I'm 10 years old at a boy-girl pool party again, and I'm afraid Ugh. to leave the bathroom. Um, and my mom won't let me shave my legs yet, and all my friends have started shaving <laughs> their legs, so I'm the fat, hairy girl. Like, it's all this stuff, right? It's all, and it's like, I'm back there in my head. I'm back there in my head. And I... I feel like all women don't necessarily honor that aspect of like growing up and that kind of body shit. Like, no, that's like an actual lived trauma that should be treated as such. Anyway, I went on a trauma tangent I love, there. That's okay. We that where do you think this all comes from? <laughs> the T word. <laughs> I think also since you since we were you were just talking about that, I think it's important that people realize like the littlest thing could be a trauma thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the littlest yeah, thing yeah. can bring you back to something that you might not even have thought of in years. And then you're like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. this thing is too close to that thing. And now you're having a moment. Like it's just like, it's part of life. And this is why we're trying to do like mm -hmm. hard things that help us live our best life. But that's why social media, bitch, I, <laughs> I don't see the joy. <laughs> I don't oh. see the joy. <laughs> oh, y'all, the way I'm going to take you're Christina trying. out and make her pose <laughs> in front of random fucking skyscrapers. The, the funny thing is, like, if you knew my friends from back in the day, literally, like, posing was my thing. Mm -hmm. So it's very funny now, growing up. <laughs> <laughs> growing you're up. You're and um, being like, I don't even why I don't know why I did that, but I guess yeah. it's fun sometimes. I mean, I do like see the fun I had in it. So it's kind of a, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, it's like, did I outgrow this or is it just not for me? Or do I need a new angle to think about it in? Because with all of the, um, the misogyny going on, on social media, it's scary. It's, it's you scary. Get, you get gun shy, honestly. It's yeah. Like, no. And I still, Again, it's like going back to that damned if you do, damned if you don't, because I still, because I've kind of developed this persona, if you will. Um, and I even said it <laughs> talking to a man the other day. I was like, I know I have this like big dick energy, right? But like, I'm still a soft baby. So, <laughs> yes. So it's like, I feel like I still struggle with sharing my hard days on social media. Um, and that that is every bit as valid and worthy and relatable as the clapbacks I make at tro trolly trashy men. And, but I don't treat it that way. I, I don't 
honor it in the same way. Like when I'm making like a clapback video at a fat phobic comment, I'm like, oh yeah, bitch. Oh, huh, yeah. As opposed to if I'm, you know, I was, I did, I did make a video the other day, actually sharing an experience because I babysit two little girls. They are um, seven and 10. And the seven-year-old very recently has just started making a lot of comments about my body. And she's seven. She's seven. And it's a lot of like, your belly's poochy. Your belly's jiggly. Your belly's soft. It's a lot of belly comments. It's a lot of comments about my arms. Um, And obviously you don't want to parent someone else's kids, right? And it's like, how do you... I had no idea how to navigate it. And again, I shut down. I felt like shit about myself from a seven-year-old who truly was just making an observation. She wasn't, you know, um, but then it was funny also because I was babysitting them another day and they told me I looked like fat Amy from pitch perfect. No, and that, don't, took, but that, that yeah, well, well, but here's the thing. Two very interesting things happened. Two very interesting things happened. First, the older one said, well, not the fat part. And I said, well, no, Iris, uh, uh, not her redacted name. I said, no, actually, the fat part's the only true part. I don't really look like that actress at all. I said, but I am fat. You're right. And you could see these little girls, right? Yes. Already, already kind of short circuiting that I was like, no, I am fat. Um, and you know, I've gotten more comfortable with these literal children being like, Hey, can you please not make any comments about my body? It doesn't feel good. Um, and they've, they've listened. Right. And they still make observations. They're kids. They're curious. Right. But it really was that when I said, no, I am fat. I just look nothing like Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Um, and how young we're starting this and their mom is, their parents are great. Their parents are awesome people. So if I had to guess, they're picking this shit up in school. Definitely. Um, and, but it was so interesting for me. It was such a really like aha moment where it's like those, those, that boundary setting can start at any age and that learning what's appropriate can start at any age. And that destigmatizing of a word can start at any age. We have the power to do that. We really do. So I forgot I had to do that story. That was such a good, that is such a good story. I know. Right. It's crazy. And it's, it's, it's literally everything. (laughs) Yeah. But I got so, I came home. I was so just fucking down in the dumps because a seven year old said I had a poochy belly. Yeah, I'd be having a I'd be having a mental freaking breakdown. And you know, she was like touching it and poking it, and I was like, okay, we don't gotta we don't gotta do that. Well, like, <laughs> there's some there's some belly song that the children are learning from TikTok. That's like a positive. Oh, really? Yes, it's a. I've seen these videos. It's like it's like oh. a cute little song for kids about that my belly's this and your belly's that and it's all fine and blah blah blah. Like I don't know, it's like a cute little I mean, song, I you love know. That. Yes, love you have to want. we have to find it. So. That isn't well, there's a positive of social media because that kind of song is on there too. Like so it's just like this is the real world. (laughs) Belly freedom. This is why it's so hard in the real world. Belly freedom. There it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, put yourself out there. That's what I say. Just do it. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Who's lying? I have to take 
take the Gia way of life. I feel like one day we're going to, Christina and I are going to like transfer over to like vlogging where I'm just like hyping Christine up in public places. Oh my God. (laughs) Insert people Uh, laugh here. I love it. I don't know. Do we feel like this is a good spot? I think this is a good place to stop. I think we've talked about a lot today. Yes. Yes. For sure. And I love that story. (laughs) Right? It's crazy. I can't believe I didn't tell you. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Every day. Learning things from the youths. Youths learning things. You know. I love it. All right. Well, everyone go eat pasta in a crop top for me, please. Yeah. Christine, you too. (laughs) okay i had did have pasta last night it was i I was out in public though (laughs) well which i don't wear a crop top in public (laughs) whatever all right we'll talk to everyone next time bye